1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/Wondery. That's RocketMoney.com/Wondery. RocketMoney.com/Wondery.
2: Tonight, as coronavirus cases explode nationwide, three states see their deadliest day yet. Despite the surge in cases, Disney World reopens for some park goers. Plus, long testing lines. Why are so many waiting for weeks to get their test results? Tonight, Dr. Anthony Fauci says hotspot states may need to hit the pause button on reopening. Supreme decisions. The president lashes out after the high court weighs in on his finances. The stunning rulings tonight in two cases. Will prosecutors soon get to see his taxes? BREAKING NEWS. MICHAEL COHEN IN CUSTODY. WHY THE PRESIDENT'S FORMER ATTORNEY IS HEADING BACK BEHIND BARS TONIGHT. AND NEW YORK CITY UNVEILS A BLACK LIVES MATTER MURAL RIGHT IN FRONT OF TRUMP TOWER. NEW VIDEO IN THE SHOOTING OF Brianna TAYLOR. NEVER BEFORE SEEN FOOTAGE FROM A NEIGHBOR CAPTURES THE CHAOTIC MOMENTS AFTER THE POLICE RAID THAT LEFT Brianna TAYLOR DEAD. NEW DETAILS TONIGHT ON THE INVESTIGATION. BREAKING NEWS, A TROPICAL STORM FORMS OFF THE COAST OF NORTH CAROLINA, NEW YORK CITY IN ITS TRACK TONIGHT. Glee STAR DISAPPEARS. THE FRANTIC SEARCH FOR ANSWERS AFTER ACTRESS NAYA RIVERA GOES MISSING ON A CALIFORNIA LAKE. HER 4-YEAR-OLD SON FOUND ALONE ASLEEP ON THEIR BOAT. WHAT HE TOLD POLICE ABOUT HIS MOM AND WHAT INVESTIGATORS ARE SAYING TONIGHT. AND PANDEMIC PUPPETS, HOW ONE MAN IS TURNING THE COVID CRISIS INTO THE BEST SHOW IN TOWN. Hands down.
3: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us. Nora is off. I'm Margaret Brennan. As we come on the air, the coronavirus crisis nationwide is not only deepening, it's more deadly. The country's three biggest states, California, Florida, and Texas, are all reporting their largest one day death tolls since the pandemic began. Hospitals there are struggling to keep up with an exploding number of patients. And in Arizona, where about one in every four tests now comes up positive, lines to get screened stretch for blocks and supplies are running out. The misery caused by the virus is only being amplified by its economic impact. We learned today another 1.3 million Americans filed for unemployment in the past week. In the meantime, today, the head of the CDC backed off the idea that his agency would change its guidelines for reopening schools after the vice president suggested that it would. And tonight, the country's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says he believes the country's hardest hit states should consider pausing plans to reopen. More than 3 million cases of coronavirus have now been confirmed in the U.S., and more than 133,000 people have been killed by the virus nationwide. President Trump didn't address that growing death toll today. But he did lash out at the Supreme Court after the justices ruled against him, clearing the way for a New York grand jury to see his tax returns. There is a lot of reporting to get to, and our team of correspondents is covering it all. CBS's David Begno leads our coverage tonight from Orlando. David.
4: Margaret, good evening, we are outside Disney World because today they reopened to their annual pass holders as they're known. That's despite the fact that here in Orange County, where most of Disney World is located, new coronavirus infections have jumped 130% over the last 12 days. Despite that, Disney World is set to open up to the general public Saturday. Loyal annual pass holders got first dibs inside Disney World today but the magic doesn't quite look the same. Visitors and employees as they enter have their temperature checked, guests have to wear a mask, and social distance where they can. This is gorgeous. What was your reaction when you heard that Disney World was
3: reopening?
5: I think it's like pouring gasoline on a fire. Um, I don't think it's going to help us drive down our case rates, I think it's going to do the opposite.
3: You should take precautions, but there's no need to be panicked. There's no need to be fearful. 41 states now
4: report increases in average new cases compared to just two weeks ago. In Phoenix, people were lining up to be tested before sunrise. The number of people getting tested is overwhelming the labs there, so that's leading to delays in getting the test results. One man in Tucson reportedly waited 27 days for his. Dr.
0: Anthony Fauci. If you're gonna do contact tracing and the test comes back in five to seven days, you might as well not do contact tracing because it's already too late.
4: Today, he also urged the hardest hit states to take action right now.
3: I would think we need to get the states pausing in their opening process, looking at what did not work well and try to mitigate
4: that. The country's effort to flatten the curve is an uphill battle. Take a look at the top line showing an upward climb of COVID-19 cases nationwide. That's a stark contrast to New York's downward trend underneath and the gap continues to widen. Still though, officials in New York are not taking any chances. Today they banned large events through September. The balance of reopening and ensuring public safety is delicate. Shaquana Miller, a Fort Lauderdale hospital worker who took patient information as they arrived tested positive for the virus and died last week. She was 35. Now her three-year-old daughter is positive. David Begno, CBS News, Orlando.
6: I'm Mireya Villarreal in Edinburgh, Texas. Strike force nurses that worked the coronavirus surge in New York for months are now here. Across the state, numbers continue to climb at an alarming rate of nearly 10,000 cases a day, and doctors are begging for help. The synchronized sound of nearly two dozen ventilators inside this COVID ICU is an eerie reminder of the wrath of this virus. Doctors and nurses battling an enemy that often has the upper hand. I have a
7: three-year-old at home. My wife is pregnant. She's also working here in the hospital,
6: but we're here. Jesus Prieto lost his daughter to COVID-19 last week. How did you get it? I don't know. Now he has the virus, and so does his wife. (laughs) A devastating reality pushing him to tears. Hospitals are now treating more family units like the Prietos. Texas has more than 220,000 reported cases. The Latino community hard hit, also accounting for 29% of deaths in the state. ER nurses like Jessica Montemayor and Sandy Ramirez worry their community isn't taking this seriously. And it's terrifying. We're losing the friends. People that we know are getting sick. This is the largest testing facility in the state. They are slowing down for the day right now. But in the morning, there are lines for miles. Right now, they are averaging about 3,000 people a day with no end in sight right now, Margaret.
2: Maria Vera in Texas. Thank you. Now to those big decisions by the Supreme Court. Today, it rejected the argument that President Trump is immune from investigation while in office, and it cleared the way for prosecutors to see the president's financial records. More now from CBS's Jan Crawford.
8: The president has offered different reasons for his refusal to release his tax
0: returns. I will release my tax returns when she releases her 33,000 emails under audit. When the audit's complete, I'll release them.
8: But Thursday, the Supreme Court said it was no longer up to President Trump. Two separate decisions, both written by Chief Justice John Roberts and joined by liberal justices and the two conservative Trump appointees, that the president is not above the law. In the first ruling, the court refused to block a subpoena from a New York district attorney investigating whether the Trump campaign paid women hush money, making it increasingly likely a grand jury will get the president's tax returns. In our judicial system, the public has a right to every man's evidence, the court said. Since the earliest days of the republic, every man has included the president of the United States. Because of grand jury secrecy rules, that evidence is not likely to become public, or any of it, before the November election. That's because in the second case, the court threw a wrench in House Democrats' efforts to issue even broader subpoenas for years of records from President Trump and his family and businesses because of significant separation of powers issues raised by congressional subpoenas for the president's information. The court sent the Democrats back to the drawing board to better explain why they need it. But that battle, like the grand jury fight, is going to take some time for the lower courts to sort out. And with the election now just months away, time is on the president's side. One House Democrat said today, President Trump may outrun the clock.
2: Margaret. Jan Crawford at the court tonight. President Trump made clear his frustration with that Supreme Court ruling and claimed in a series of tweets that he is the victim of a political prosecution. CBS's Ben Tracy reports that tonight from the White House.
7: President Trump quickly and angrily lashed out at the Supreme Court, saying courts in the past have given broad deference, but not me. The president claims he's being treated unfairly, even though the two justices he appointed, Fred Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch, voted against him in the New York
0: case. You know what's going on in New York? Everyone's leaving. It's uh, turned out to be a hellhole.
7: This afternoon, the president railed against the Manhattan DA's case, which involves a hush money payment to former adult film star Stormy Daniels.
0: This is a political witch hunt, the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. It's a pure witch hunt, it's a hoax just like the Mueller investigation was a hoax that I won.
7: The president barely mentioned his Supreme Court victory, shielding his financial records from Congress, but still leaving the door open for Democrats to try again
6: in lower courts. It's not good news for the president of the United States. Uh, It is uh, uh, a path that... Uh, we, eat, we will take.
7: Hours after the rulings, President Trump's former personal attorney and fixer Michael Cohen was taken back into custody for refusing to agree to the terms of his home confinement. Cohen is serving a three-year sentence for lying to Congress and campaign finance charges for facilitating hush money payments to women, like Stormy Daniels, who alleged affairs with President Trump. He has recently been photographed enjoying long dinners at New York City restaurants. An outside Trump Tower today in Manhattan, the words Black Lives Matter were painted on Fifth Avenue, something President Trump has called a symbol of hate. A frequent critic of his, Mayor Bill de Blasio, also took part. Today, the president's opponent, Joe Biden, unveiled a $700 billion economic plan that he says will revitalize American manufacturing and create millions of new jobs. It would be partially paid for by rolling back President Trump's 2017 tax cuts. Margaret.
2: Ben Tracy at the White House. Thank you. Tonight, Tropical Storm Fay has formed off the North Carolina coast. Warnings now span from southern New Jersey to Rhode Island, including New York City. Those areas could experience flash flooding with three to five inches of rain tomorrow and winds up to 45 miles an hour. A potential coronavirus vaccine made by the Massachusetts-based company Moderna should go into advanced trials later this month. But even if a vaccine is proven to be safe and effective, there are concerns that a global shortage of specialized glass for vaccine vials could delay its rollout. CBS's MTS Tayyip takes a look inside a vaccine megafactory as we continue our series, Racing to a Cure.
3: If the race for developing a successful coronavirus vaccine is moving at warp speed, then this factory floor will be a crucial finishing line. The Serum Institute of India is the world's largest manufacturer of vaccines and has been tapped by pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca to produce over a billion doses of a vaccine being trialed by Oxford University.
0: We've dedicated all our manufacturing facilities at the moment for the AstraZeneca product.
3: If the Oxford vaccine trials are successful, there are serious concerns about how to distribute it. Glass vials are the safest way. They can withstand cold temperatures, are resistant to contamination, but they require highly specialized machinery to make. And if at least 7.7 billion glass vials are needed to treat every single person on the planet, there's nowhere near enough. We are in a in a, in a situation where lots of things have to come together. As you know, uh, such coordination efforts at that scale also depend to a great degree on you know, political coordination. The Trump administration has been trying to secure supplies only for the U.S., but scientists at the WHO are warning that America first approach will only prolong this still very global pandemic, even with an effective vaccine. Impia's time CBS News, London.
2: Now to newly released video in the deadly police shooting of Breonna Taylor, an EMT who was killed in March inside her own home. For the first time, we are seeing the chaotic moments after she was shot. Here's CBS's Jerika Duncan.
9: Come outside. This new video, taken in March by a neighbor of Brianna Taylor's, shows a small army of police officers with their guns drawn, arresting Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker.
0: Keep walking back. Look
9: Police claimed they had a no-knock warrant for Taylor's home because of a drug investigation. But the lead officer, Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, told investigators in a newly released audio interview that on the night of the deadly shooting, officers did knock on Taylor's
0: door. Our intent was to give her plenty of time to come to the door because they said she was probably there alone.
9: But she wasn't. Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, a licensed gun owner, fired one shot striking Mattingly in the leg.
0: I got four rounds off, um, and it was like simultaneous, just boom, 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 boom.
9: But in Walker's interview, he claims officers did not announce themselves, and he thought they were intruders.
3: All of a sudden, there's a whole lot of shots. We both dropped to the ground, but I just hear her screaming.
9: CBS News legal analyst, Ricky Kleeman. The whole point of the no-knock warrant is
2: not to knock and announce because what you're afraid of in a drug case is that the drugs will disappear. Police
9: did not find any drugs in Brianna Taylor's apartment, and officers were not wearing body cameras when they executed that warrant. Well, today, state lawmakers announced a plan to introduce a bill that would ban most no-knock warrants in the state of
2: Kentucky. Margaret? Jerega Duncan, thank you. Tonight, more than 100 searchers are scouring a lake north of Los Angeles in a desperate search for Naya Rivera. The actress, who's best known for her role in the TV series Glee, went missing Wednesday. And tonight, she's presumed dead. Here's CBS's Jamie Ucas.
5: Divers and drones are scouring Lake Piru in an effort to recover the body of 33-year-old actress Naya Rivera.
3: We're viewing this really as a tragic accident.
5: Rivera's four-year-old son, Josie, was found wearing a life jacket and asleep in a boat late Wednesday. The boy told investigators that he and his mother had been swimming, but she did not get back on the rented pontoon. An adult life vest was also found.
3: We're talking about a lake on the bottom here that's very sooty. So some places you can only see five to six inches in front of your face.
5: On Tuesday, Rivera tweeted this picture with her son with the caption, Just the two of us. She divorced the boy's father, actor Ryan Dorsey, in 2018. She called Josie her greatest success in her memoir. If I die young, Rivera played a cheerleader on Glee for six years. She had dated co-star Mark Solling, who killed himself in 2018 after pleading guilty to child pornography charges. And Glee star Corey Monteith was found dead of a drug overdose in 2013. In a now eerie Instagram post, Rivera told fans to take every day you're alive as a blessing because tomorrow is not promised. Her son Josie is now with family. Margaret.
2: Sad story. Thank you. At a time when so many of us are starving for entertainment, a Chicago man is captivating his city with no strings attached. Here's CBS's Adriana Diaz.
9: On a leafy street in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, a voice breaks the silence of social isolation.
3: Boys and girls,
9: it's coming from the lockdown puppet theater on Matthew Owen's balcony.
3: Why do actors say break a leg? Because they're all in a cast. His day job,
9: now this is true, was crafting nature-inspired toys for zoo animals. But in the shutdown, he was laid off, and with an excess of creative energy, he dusted off an old
1: hobby.
3: Most of these take about a day to make. How do you do the face? I, I sculpt it in clay. His wife, Carla, a librarian, is also out of work. It's really
6: something watching him come up with the next new puppet, wondering what the reaction's going to be. He keeps his address secret to avoid crowds,
3: but they still come. I have people who I don't know at all stopping me on the street and thanking me for the puppet theater. There's a yodeling toad and
9: Shakespeare. What is in that word,
3: honor? We get to occasionally distract people from just how heavy the world can be. Has this taught us how much we need those distractions? You don't have to ask too much of people to be thrilled.
9: Adriana Diaz, CBS News. Now go out and be happy. Chicago. Bye-bye.
2: We all need a reminder to smile these days. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, Steve Hartman with the story of an accident and a split-second decision that brought two men together. If you can't watch live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Margaret Brennan. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.
6: Look around.